Want to make mom's day? Get to your Nordstrom Rack now and score amazing deals for Mother's Day, which is Sunday, May 12th. Find tons of gifts from only $30 at Nordstrom Rack. Fragrance, jewelry, luxury bags, activewear, beauty, and more. Save on Kate Spade, New York, Stuart Weitzman, and Ted Baker, London. Great brands, great prices. So shop your Nordstrom Rack store today and treat mom to the good stuff from just $30. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. And now, join Kevin Hart as he dives into the minds of some of the world's funniest comedians. This is Comedy Goldmines with Kevin Hart. Welcome. Welcome, world, to an all-new episode of Comedy Goldmines. Goddamn. I'm falling in love with saying it more and more because I'm having this much fun doing it. If I still got to give you the definition of what this podcast is about, understand that I don't mind. Comedy Goldmines is a podcast where I get into the minds of comedians and what brilliant minds they are. Why? Well, because I feel like we are people that just have layers and levels to us. Sometimes we're understood, sometimes we're misunderstood. And the beauty of authentic conversation and great dialogue is to walk away with an understanding. All today I got not only a friend, a family member, an auntie, a mama, a spirit. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Monique. To comedy gold mines. Hey, Mama Mo. Hey, my sweet baby. How you doing? I'm doing amazing. How you doing? I'm good. It's been a minute. It's been a minute. It has been a minute. I feel like before we get into any type of conversation, I need to educate my listeners on where me and Mama Mo built our relationship from, where it started. There was a movie called Soul Plane. Yes. A movie called Soul Plane that I was blessed and privileged to get at a young age. And in getting this movie, I was also blessed and privileged to get around such amazing talent and amazing people. And the movie, regardless of the success that it didn't have in the box office, had amazing success amongst the peers, amongst the people, because we did something that was dope and the movie went on to get bootleg and it became a conversation, et cetera, that just worked. It was, it was something that was cool to come to every day. Yes. And it was fucked up because it was hard to follow that act as I progressed in the business because nobody told me that things weren't going to be like that. That wasn't the typical setting for a movie. About typical setting, I want you guys to understand, like, every day was a good day. Mm-hmm. Every day was a good day. There was no bad days. It was fun. It was. It was a good time. And Mo, at that point, I was 20, 23. Wow. Right? 23, 24, I believe. And I just remember where the whole Mama Mo and everything came from because you really were that to me. It was the nurturing spirit that a mother would have. And from that day, we kind of just kept moving forward. And as things kept going for you and for myself, we didn't have to talk every day. We didn't have to see each other every day. When we saw each other, we picked up right where we left off. It was, hey, baby, hey, come here. Come here and give me a hug with your stupid ass. You called me every name in the book. <laughs> I said, if I called Kevin the shit, I called him then, people be like, oh, God, I can't believe she said that to Kevin Hart. If they heard half the shit you said to me, then, by the way, some of the most endearing, hurtful shit I've ever heard in my life. It was amazing. 
But today, oh my God, they would the the the, the cross that they would put you on and the stones that they would throw at you. <laughs> yes. But it was an amazing relationship and it still is. It still is. And you know, I love the fact that I get to talk to you now because you know, moms, you've been through you've been through some shit. You've been through some shit in this business. And the one thing that I want to talk to you about is how vocal you've now been about the shit and how happy you are within having the conversations that you've had, right? Where at some point from afar, what I felt was, well, there's two sides to every story. And in this case, the third side is always one of opinion from people that have no idea, right? That have no idea about this or have no idea about that. You're a comedian and you're an amazing talent. In today's time, Mo, I want to talk to you through this podcast about, about where you see yourself now. Are you in a better place now than where you think you were at the beginning of the shitstorm of conversation and back and forth? Or do you think that you're still in a place of being misunderstood within the conversation of back and forth? That's a great question, baby. And I don't think that I'm misunderstood. I think I'm just the wrong package to deliver the message. And historically, that's how it's always been. When there was a fat black woman that had something to say, she was told, Mammy, sit down, shut up, because you should be just thankful you got invited to the party. So the misunderstanding, there, no, there was no misunderstanding. What happened was, Kevin, I said no. And because I said no to Oprah Winfrey, Tyler Perry, Lee Daniels, and Lionsgate, that's when the firestorm came because it was that how dare you say no to us? Well, I had no contractual obligation to you. I was done with my contract. I was done with my contractual obligation. And when y'all say, well, do us a favor. Well, here's my question. Could I call Lionsgate and say, do me a favor. Let me hold a million dollars. Could I do that? No, you can't do that. Okay. Could I call Oprah Winfrey and say, hey, Oprah, do me a favor. Let me hold a million dollars. I mean, you could, you could ask, but the chances of her just giving you the favor of a million dollars are probably slim and none. Okay. How about if I call Tyler Perry and say, hey, Tyler, do me a favor and let me hold a million dollars. What you think? I mean, I, I think that attaching a million dollars and a favor to any conversation is tough. I don't, I don't think the likelihood of that happening is, is high. So I, I can understand uh, on your side of saying that the, the ask and expectation wasn't equal on your side. So now is that a misunderstanding or is that simply how it is? See, this is, this is why I think this is going to be a great conversation, because when you say it's how it is, I have to, I have to say, I clearly understand where you're coming from, meaning that I said no, and when I said no, there was a consequence attached to it, because the no was never before. And what I felt, I felt that there was a reason, and a good reason behind me saying no, and the fix was just, Here's what I would ask for to do said things. Here's a solution. 
I'm saying no because of this thing to get me to do these things. Guys, here's what I'm asking for. I don't think that there was a great attempt within finding solution. I think that that this, this grew and grew and grew without the parties actually coming to the table correctly. And, and I don't know, I don't, I wasn't there. I don't, I don't have the ins and outs, but I can only relate Mo because I went through the same shit with Sony. Remember when Sony and the social media shit happened, I was called a whore, I was called a whore because I asked for money for, for marketing and promotion. And when that happened and people asked me what I thought, I said, that baby is right because that's his image. That's his, that's, that's his work. So he's absolutely right. I didn't flinch and I didn't waver because right is right and wrong is wrong. There is no, I wasn't there. I can't really, right is right and wrong is wrong. First of all, let me say, I'm proud of you to be courageous enough to have this conversation because a lot of people would not. When you say, Mo, it got bigger and bigger and y'all should have come together. I can't tell you how many times we tried to reach out. I can't tell you how many times we said, can we please all have a sit down? See, Kevin, this right here, I have my phone. I got the recordings of Tyler Perry saying, he's saying what I did was wrong and you did nothing wrong. And when my movie comes out, I'm going to let the people know, but y'all got it too hot on the streets. So I got to wait till it cool down. Now this is after I've said to this man, Tyler, my family has taken a hit. My family has taken a financial hit negatively, brother. And y'all know I'm sitting in a lie. Y'all know I'm sitting in a lie. You went around and you told people how difficult I was to work with. You and I never worked together. Oprah Winfrey called me and called my husband up directly. And she said, I totally agree with the position y'all taking. And sometimes you got to draw the line in the sand. Lee Daniels said, my mind, you're absolutely right. But I don't think it'll play out good for you. So now you got Oprah Winfrey, Tyler Perry, and Lee Daniels saying privately, you're absolutely right. Then on top of that, there's Steve Harvey, privately, you're absolutely right. So it got bigger and bigger because what I wasn't willing to do was waver from knowing that I'm right. And what y'all are asking me to do is to work for free in hopes that they like me enough that they'll give me a chance. So you're asking me to leave my family go overseas, bring nothing back home, but the hope that you like me enough. I'm 30 years in y'all, I'm 30 years in. How much proving do I have to do? How much, okay, Monique, we're gonna get them on the next one. You know how many times I've heard that, Kevin? We're gonna get them on the next one. We're gonna get them on the next one. And here's the thing, baby. I don't want you to take my word because you know you, sis. You know how I operate. Mm -hmm. My integrity is everything. Mm -hmm. My character is everything. 
Mm-hmm. And those three people, along with Lionsgate, y'all, y'all stopped my career for the last, it's going on 11 years, Kevin. 11 years. And to not have my peers, my brothers in comedy, my sisters in comedy, to say, hold up, y'all. Y'all know what she's saying ain't no bullshit. Y'all know this is what they do to us. But when folks took a position, we can't touch that. I'm like, y'all, don't y'all know that's why they can keep doing it to us? When they came out about Ellen, and I saw so many of y'all run to her defense, and then you can only tell your relationship. Like, you can only share what your relationship is. So if that's your truth, you know what I'm saying? It's like, that's my relationship with this woman. And I know she getting hit right now. And let me just tell y'all what I know about it. When you started this podcast, you told me what I meant to you. And that means everything to me. But when I needed my community of my brothers and sisters to say, hold up, we know that woman. We know her. And we know how she get down. You feel like your closest weren't there and that you didn't have the backing of a voice. You know what? Listening to you say that, I can honestly say, I got to take a second and step back. I got to process what you said. And I got to understand that. Because, because I, I got to know that there's a feeling attached to that. And there's a justified feeling of, you know me, y'all know me. And if those that do know me, then y'all know how I am, how I operate. I'm not with what I'm being painted to be. Somebody tells somebody, right? And, and as a person that's been in that, I've experienced that. I know what you're saying right now. I, I, I know what you're saying right now. Here's, here's where I was in my thought process when I'm getting second, third hand information, of course, because at this point, the fire, the fire is burning, Mo, right? It's no longer a little blaze. It's no longer mm-hmm. something that people are blowing on. It's not that type of fire mm-hmm. right now. You're in the forest. It's, oh, baby, it's, it's, it's shutting shit down. There's trees falling. Houses are coming down. It's a real fire. Yes. So I'm now going, well, if the conversation is attached to marketing and promotion, okay, there's two sides. I'm going to give you the two sides. I'm going to give my listeners the two sides. Because I want you to understand both sides. And this is why this is going to be a great, a great piece of dialogue for me and Mo. Side A. A movie studio forever has been in the business of we film a movie, we pay an artist, actor, to do said movie. And after doing said movie, said actor, artist is promoting said movie. Now, in a contract, is it spelled out? Has it been spelled out? No, there's always been an assumption attached to once we film at said time, we have to promote and we do these marketing and media tours and forever the talent has been a part of that. Now, I do know in my contracts, there's things like, um, hey, uh, travel, 2&A during marketing promotion taken care of. Um, we're put up or we'll put you up and your team and we'll commit to said purse 
to take care of you and said team during marketing tour, right? Mm -hmm. These things can go from a week to a month. Mm -hmm. You can be domestic, you can be international. Yes. And there is a high side of work attached to it. Yes. I've taken on the idea of, well, I want the movie to work, so I'm going to go do this. This is why I've never said anything or complained, and I've always done it, right? Yes. Because I want the movie to work. For the movie to work, I have to go promote it. Yes. In doing so, if I promote it and it does well, great for me. I'm going to get further. I'm going to progress. It wasn't until I built the thing that I owned that I had the stance that you took when you when you decided not to go. And this is when social media was getting crazy, right? Mm-hmm. Well, I said, well, for me to use this thing, this machine thing, mm-hmm. it's not y'all's. Mm-hmm. This, well, this is mine, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. You guys, y'all can't just use this. If you want me to use this machine mm-hmm. that I've built, I'm not contractually obligated to do that. So I'm willing to put together something myself and present it to you as a marketing plan. Mm -hmm. And you can purchase said plan and that adds to the campaign that we're doing. So at the time, Screen Gems was who we were in business with. Uh, Clint Culpepper, shouts out to him because, uh, you know, he was pissed off about it, but he respected my business move mm-hmm. at the time. The Sony leak came and he said the things he said, but I didn't give a shit if Clint said bad things. Me and Clint are cool. He just didn't like the fact that I put him in the studio in a position to compromise what they normally do, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I say all this to say my move was based on this thing that I had that I felt was a machine. To use mm-hmm. my machine, I want you to spend the marketing dollars that you will anyway, but instead of allocating them all over, find something to allocate towards this thing that you know is right in front of you that's proven that's going to work. Mm-hmm. Didn't like it, but they ended up doing it. Mm-hmm. For you, your stance, I'm going to tell you, I understand because I understand where you're coming from, right? Mm-hmm. You're coming from a place of, You want me to leave. You want me to go. It's a month. During this month, I could be doing X, Y, and Z. Mm -hmm. I could be making money, 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 and that's how I feed myself. You want me to go do this, not make money, and promote this thing. Guys, I'm asking for you to take care of me somewhere, somehow. I don't know what the ask was. I don't know what you asked for or what you didn't, but that's the ask. An immediate response was one of unfamiliar, nobody's ever done this. Nobody's ever asked for this. Mo, your way, this is, you're talking precious. This is, it's unheard of for somebody to, what are you talking about? You got to market the movie. You, what do you mean? Is it somebody that looks like me or is it just period? Is it just period? I'm going to say, I'm going to bring the, the added component of being a black woman and having the stance definitely added more shock factor and value to it. Absolutely. Now put fat in there. I'm not going to say fat. You know I want I mean? you to. You talk. It's all right, baby. You could, well, just say chunky. I'm not going to say, you're not going to make me say chunky. <laughs> I'm going to say, I'm going to say a, a black woman just in general, you know, a, a black woman refusing to 
market the thing that is supposed to catapult. Like, like there's, there's an assumption of I'm giving you this thing and it's for you, right? This, there's a thing like it's always for you. It's for you. But here's the assumption. And here's where people are assuming wrong. I did market the movie. Mm-hmm. I did promote the movie because mm-hmm. my deal was with Lee Daniels Entertainment. Mm-hmm. It was an independent film. I Every piece of marketing and promotion that was set up, I did it. I did it because we did want the film to be incredible. We did want this film to be great. I did it. Once the project got sold, you can't sell me with it. Mm, okay. See, once it got sold to Lionsgate, I don't have a relationship with Lionsgate. I don't have a deal with Lionsgate. The relationship was with Lee Daniels. That's the part when people were saying she didn't want to promote. That's not true, guys. I promoted the shit out of the movie here. Mm, mm -hmm. But once it got sold, well, I'm not your property. So now you can't, I don't come along with the sale. If now Lionsgate wants me to do something, that's another conversation. So what people, when people say, well, Monique, this is traditionally how it happens. It is, guys. I'm 30 years in. I know how we do it. So the schooling of it, I know how it goes. Because if I didn't, then I wouldn't have gotten here. Mm -hmm. So by the time I got to Precious, Precious was an independent film, Kevin, Mm -hmm. that Lee Daniels said, nobody, all of the studios said, who wants to see two fat black women on screen? So none of the studios would touch this movie until it went to Sundance. Once it went to Sundance and it got all this hoopla, now everybody want to see two fat black women on the screen. Okay? It's the, it's the cream of the crop now. Right. So my deal was with Lee Daniels. No one else. I accepted that $50,000. It was an independent film. I had no issue with that. The issue I did have was... You told me I own 5% of this movie. Where I did make my mistake, I trusted my friend. So I didn't read the very fine print. That's on me. That movie made a $53 million profit. That was just in the theaters on a thousand screens. That was just in the theaters. We're not talking about DVDs. We're not talking about, no, we're not talking about none of that. That was just on the screens. Had you really given me the 5% that you told me that I owned of the film, That'd have been an amazing payday. So again, it was so much misinformation put out there and you had people trying to school me like Whoopi Goldberg on what I should have done. It's like, Whoopi, you have the best resume out of everybody. And then you tell me what you allow them to pay you. That's why they look at me like I'm crazy because it's what we accept. And when my brothers did not stand, for their sister. And when I was hearing interviews with different people, oh, well, she ain't this and she ain't that and she ain't. And I'm like, wait a minute, y'all. First of all, when did we start comparing females and males? When did we start doing that? But okay. And I was hearing it from people that look like me that I've walked on them stages with. So again, it's so much misinformation out there, but nobody took the time out to say, Let me call Monique up. 
Jon Stewart is back in the host chair at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. The Daily Show podcast has everything you need to stay on top of today's news and pop culture. You get hilarious satirical takes on entertainment, politics, sports, and more from John and the team of correspondents and contributors. The podcast also has content you can't get anywhere else, like extended interviews and a roundup of the weekly headlines. Listen to The Daily Show, Ears Edition, wherever you get your podcasts. Want to make mom's day? Get to your Nordstrom Rack now and score amazing deals for Mother's Day, which is Sunday, May 12th. Find tons of gifts from only $30 at Nordstrom Rack. Fragrance, jewelry, luxury bags, activewear, beauty, and more. Save on Kate Spade, New York, Stuart Weitzman, and Ted Baker, London. Great brands, great prices. So shop your Nordstrom Rack store today and treat mom to the good stuff from just $30. Was, was, there, was there ever a moment where, where you sat to yourself mm-hmm. and analyzed the things that were being said mm-hmm. and, and to yourself, nobody else, nobody mm-hmm. else's business but yours? A moment mm-hmm. of am I tripping or, or am I, am I strong or am I too strong? Like was, was there ever a moment? And I, and I ask you this, right? Let me tell you why I ask because as a, as a fellow fireman, when I say that, that's just somebody who's been in the shit, somebody who stood in the fire, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. There was a moment, there was a moment where I was in the fire mm-hmm. and I was so strong, mm-hmm. but I was in the fire because I was so I was so into what I felt and mm-hmm. what I believed and nobody else saw my way, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nobody sees what the fuck I'm saying. Y'all not, y'all not listening to me mm-hmm. and me taking that stance and me, and me feeling that way. Mm-hmm. I miss some of the small messages. I miss some of the smaller moments, right? Mm-hmm. And, and it, it almost wasn't until it was too late. Mm-hmm. It almost wasn't until it was too late when I had a conversation and Wanda and myself had a talk and Wanda said to me, in a calm way, you're missing the message. Mm-hmm. You, you're missing the message, jackass. Talk to me the way she normally would. Mm-hmm. She said, I know you. I know that you don't have any disregard or hate towards this community but everybody don't know you you so stuck in your head and in your belief of your fame that you assume everybody knows you you're missing the message mm-hmm. and it wasn't it wasn't that other people didn't say this they didn't mm-hmm. say it like she said mm-hmm. you, you get what i'm saying she said it in a different way to mm-hmm. where it hit harder and it, and it made me sit back it made mm-hmm. me sit back and it made me think, okay, it's time to, it's time to sit down, Kev, and, and, and really, truly try to grasp what's going on, mm-hmm. see if there's a true way for me to make this right. Because, okay, Wanda just showed me that it's not about me. I thought it was about me. Mm-hmm. What I'm hearing from my fucking sister, and I'll stand on the platform and say it. I'm going to say two things to you. Thing number one, I feel you when you said nobody was there for me. My brothers, my sisters didn't stand up and they didn't say they know me and that I'm not this way. I, I feel that. 
I feel that, and you know what, Mo, I'm I'm a I'm a go ahead, and I'm a, and I'm gonna take my goddamn, I'm gonna take my little bash and 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 be one of those people that you're referring to, because I didn't, I didn't reach out to you, I didn't I didn't talk to you during that time, I didn't check to see if if it was what it was, I looked at it as it's none of my business, man, and that shit is getting crazy, right? I removed myself from just any type of dialogue. Let me tell you something, I never removed myself from you. When you were going through that shit and they wanted to know how I felt about it, I never removed myself from you because what I told them was what I'm not going to let y'all do is speak about that baby and his family. Him and his wife going to go through what they got to go through. And if they love each other, they're going to pull through. But what y'all not going to do is sit here and have no shit show about my baby. It was my business because they asked me the question. It was my business when you got in that goddamn accident. That was my business. I don't want to hear from nobody else. I need to hear his voice. I need to hear him. See, what happens is we get caught up and stuck in, well, that ain't my business. And first, let me address this because I understand where you're coming from when you're saying, Mo, did you miss the message? I want to address that. Mm -hmm. What do you do, Kevin, when someone says, I was wrong and what I did to you was wrong and I'm going to say what I did to you was wrong? What do you then do? Have I said to myself and said, could you have done this differently? Have I said to myself and said, are you being too loud? And then I say to myself, I'm not being loud enough because obviously y'all still aren't hearing me because I still sit in this black ball shit when y'all know it ain't true. When you know it ain't true. So now everybody's starting to come out about the mistreatment, the inequalities, the injustices, the, the low money they've been paid. Now it's popular. Let's speak about it now. Well, I spoke about it damn near 11 years ago. And when I did, I was looked at like, are you crazy? What's wrong with you? Now y'all hear this man saying, I'm gonna say it when my movie comes out. That movie was Boo. Boo then came, went. If you heard him say it, then I heard him say it. And you know, neither one of us heard him say it. And Tyler Perry offered me $500,000. $500,000. I said, Tyler, keep your money. Just clear my name. I've worked too hard for my name. So to answer you, if I may, if I had to do it all over again, Kevin, I would do it the exact same way. Because I sat down with those people. I talked with those people. And they said, you ain't doing nothing wrong. And when it came time to say it out loud, they became cowards and fearful. And what I can't do is let this machine see me trying to defend this fat black woman. So what we'll do is we'll put her out to fry. See, I had to watch my sister Cheryl Underwood. One day on that show, her and Shern and the sister Julie, they all laughed. Because what's she doing asking for that kind of money? Oh, please. And my, I wouldn't have no Billy Badass representing me. They laughed. Now I've done the road with this woman. They laughed. It was a joke. To now I sit and watch you try to explain racism to this woman when I was trying to explain it back then. But it was a joke. So, so what's, what's, our, what's our solution then? 
Mo, like what's the what's the resolve? Like great what, question. What's the make right? Like at this point, you know, I haven't had a platform like this, like the one that I have now to have open dialogue, conversation, and and just this this is what this is. I'm saying what I want to know from you. And granted, you know, you're talking millions of people now listening to this. Like, what's how do we get to a solution? How how do we get to a place of understanding and not just from from you to them, from from them to you. And I don't even like saying, right? I'm going to say honestly, I'm a guy that is so big on at this point in my career, not just breaking the ground, but really being a part of the conversation of, of pushing us forward, right? Yes. When I'm still hearing the murmurs of a talent as amazing as yourself. I'm still hearing the murmurs, like you said, like you're still using this, the black bald phrase and the, the term, it's like, you know, in a culture and time where people feel like we can cancel, we can stop, we can end. I, I it, it burns me up when, when it carries out and carries on and our talented are, are all of a sudden, we're no longer in a position to give what we love to give. How do how do we find a resolve? How is there is when you say like, yo, we've reached out or we tried or what? Like, what's the solution? What is what does Monique want? Is it is it just the when you say make my name clear? Is it the public side of uh, it was this was she was misrepresented or or it was it was this 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 context and and dialogue that was attached to her her name at this time you want to hear people say it was wrong untrue does that make you go oh weight lifted or is it i want to be paid for my services from when i did this and i was told that i would get this and i never got it is it the i was lied to on this contract i didn't sign like what's the resolve Solution. Let me tell you what the solution is, Kevin. Number one, for me to get my career back, to get my livelihood back. And you sit in that platform. You sit in a platform right now where you can say, hold up, I know her and I know her talent and I know she's funny. So I, I, want, I want my sister. And then I want to make sure we pay her fairly because I know what she brings. See, that, that can be the solution. The solution also is when you say we got to have dialogue and conversation. What our community is used to is we do cancel. We do throw away. We do say on to the next. You sit in a position where if you could say, hold up, Tyler, Oprah, Lee, the president of Lionsgate, because that's the position you sit in. Why don't we get together? Because I do know this woman. And I do know what she stands for. And what she's saying, she wasn't wrong. She was not wrong. And when you have those people saying, she was not wrong. So then if it is getting that conversation together, yes. which I very much am in a position to do, to say, hey guys, you know, granted the world of rooms right now is very few far in between because of just the times and the pandemic. But if there is a conversation where I'm like, hey, all I'm asking is this, I'm asking to put together said, said, said Zoom, said thing for, for everybody to get on, but with the purpose and intent to find a resolve. 
And Mo, when you're talking to me about getting your career back, when you're talking to me about doing what you love, me as a as the guy that was 24, that was hugged by this woman, that was loved by this woman, that was so fucking dope, uh, or 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 that felt so dope to be accepted in a part of when you were oh shit that's monique i'm talking monique the goddamn talk show i'm talking monique the tour i'm talking the queens of comedy i'm talking monique was fucking monique and monique then went to goddamn the big screen monique didn't stop being monique monique is still monique monique is a bad motherfucker when it comes to this comedy game and when it comes to this comedic acting game I don't want to see pride. I don't want to see, I don't want to see pride. I don't want to see stance get in the way of progression. And I, and I feel, I don't know. I'm saying I feel, I feel like I'm looking at a case of four to five stances of pride without finding solution. And, and, and if you're telling me like Kevin, I want to talk to these people and my solution is clear my name. Let me get my career back. Okay, well that's 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 step one. All right, what's step two? What else do you need? What else do you want? Well, I, I don't know how else to answer that, but when I say to you, see when you saw Janet's interview with Will, did you see that interview? We're talking about uh Aunt Viv. Yes. yes. Did you hear what that woman said? Absolutely. I lost 27 years of my life. I lost everything. So you're saying, Monique, what do you want? Kevin, do you know what it is to sit in this shit? Do you know what it is for your kids to have to sit in some shit and you know it's a lie? And it's a woman that looks like you and she ain't saying shit. And it's people that look like, so when you say, Monique, what's the solution? Number one, y'all please give me back my name. Give me back my name. Number two, when people have said, Monique, you a dope ass talent. Cause see, when you say, just for me to play it for you, you start naming down all the shit I did. Not one time was I considered difficult. Not one time was I considered hard to work with. Not one time was I considered none of those things. The moment I said no, the moment I said no, now you're gonna make my family suffer. Cause I simply told you no. If I broke a contract, they would have sued me. If I did something wrong, I would have gotten sued, but I didn't, Kevin. So again, baby, when you do sit in that position, and I am prideful, let me be clear. I am prideful. Let's be very clear, which is not bad. Because when you know the story of Hattie McDaniel, I made it my business to know it. When you know the story, of Fannie Lou Hamer. I made it my business to know it. When you know the story of Ida B. Wells, I made it my business. When you know the story of Eartha Kitt, I made it my business. And when you see the stands those women took, I didn't see a lot of black men standing around them. I didn't see a lot of black women standing around them. So here's my question to you. Will y'all repeat history on me? Will you wait for me to die? and then say she was right. Hi, it's Stephen Colbert. 
And I'm here to tell you about The Late Show Pod Show, which is the podcast of The Late Show with me, Stephen Colbert. And I'm here with my uh, producer of the podcast, Becca. Hi, Becca. Hi, Stephen. So what do people get when they listen to The Late Show Pod Show? Let's, let's sell this thing. The extended moments, for sure. Because we run out of time for broadcast, but we have plenty of time on the podcast. It's kind of like being a live audience member of the show because you get things that no one else hears. Listen to The Late Show Pod Show with Stephen Colbert wherever you get your podcasts. I mean, I think this is, I don't think you can look past what this is right now, Mo. You know, you can't, you can't look past what this discussion is. You can't look past I agree. Me, me reaching out to you. This isn't something that was sought after. This is me saying, I want Mo. I want to talk to Mo. And, you know, there's, there's things that, that I don't know. There's things that I'm ignorant to. And I said, I can talk to Mo offline. But, you know, I got a platform. This platform ain't about this platform ain't about gossip. It ain't about juice. My my podcast is about getting into the minds, I just told you, of the brilliant comedians. And I said, what amazing minds they are. And in this case, Mo, this is this ain't a prepped fucking interview. This ain't no I don't have no I don't have two by five cards. I'm not reading off of some shit and, and running down. This is this is the same talk that you and I would have if I Yes. House of sit we're having now. So when you say, Kevin, are you going to let that happen because of your position? I get what you're saying. Kev, you sit in a fucking seat. You, you, I wish I could say what you used to call me because I would have said it just now. Now, when she says what she says, it's basically saying, hey, Kev, like your, your voice is, is powerful. And, and Mo, at this point, I'm telling you, and I'm, I'm saying it on this. This isn't, this can't be fabricated or cut out. I'm going to, I'm going to do my part in asking for a conversation to be had. I'm going to do my part in saying that 11 years is 11 years too long. I'm also going to do my part in telling you right now, the one thing that, there's, there's two things. Thing number one, I hear you when, when you say, yo, where y'all at stand with me, right? But then I also want you to understand, like, in this time, it wasn't like a known thing to do. Because this, when, when this was happening, the platforms weren't the platforms that they are today, right? Social media and everything, it wasn't, it wasn't there. The opinions, the side with, the stands up, it wasn't, it wasn't there. If you had a television show, if you had a talk show, or if you had a radio station, then yeah, okay, you had an outlet to ask or say or persuade. But if it was just, I know the person, you're talking about just a conversation to you. You're not talking about one to the masses because you can't get to the masses. You can be heard by the masses, right? Because, because you, you still have to go through the layers to get there. You got to go through this person to get to that person to get to this person. So when you went through what you went through, it was in a time where the people that could have been in position weren't where they are today. So, so the Lee Daniels of old became the Lee Daniels of new now, right? The Tyler Perry of old has now become over this span, the Tyler Perry of now. And I think it's time for a better conversation as to guys, let's not talk about what we can't change. Let's simply talk about what we can. And, and right now, I believe in, I believe in fucking a, a, a new start, a new chance, 
an opportunity to show growth, an opportunity to show who I am. If we're, if we're serious about today and today's time, equality, opportunity. If we're serious about all of these changes that we want to see people make within race, within separation, well, the biggest conversation that's attached to it is growth. So regardless of what may be said about you then, that people can feel is right or wrong, now, today, in now time, you should be giving an opportunity to say and show, guys, I'm going to say that was wrong, but I want my career. I want to do what I love. I want an opportunity to, and it's been prohibited. It's been prohibited. And I'm asking, I'm asking that we find the solve so I can get some fucking good or back to some good. That's a legitimate ask. I can't, I can't, I can't not understand. I can't not understand when you say that. Now, Mo, some people can call you crazy. Some people can call you difficult. Some people can call you a fucking train wreck. They can say whatever they want. I, I'm not privy to it. So because of what I'm privy to and because of where my heart is and because of how I operate, I can only identify with a woman saying, I want to do what I love. And I want to be treated fairly in doing it. I can't find the problem in that. So when you ask me now, Kevin, help me in doing your part. I now have to say, okay, Mo, I will. I now have to say, I'm going to pick up the phones. I'm going to make the connections. And Mo, I'm going to be honest in my efforts and I'm going to come back to you with real information. Now, if I don't do that, well now Mo, now you got some shit to stand on and you get to say, man, that motherfucker told me he was, he never did and he never got to me. We had a conversation and after that, that motherfucker just, man, I swear to God, this business is a funky piece of shit. That's not who I am, that's not what I am. So when you ask for, for action, when you ask for help, this to me is my opportunity to go and try my best to bring a resolve to the table. And if I can be successful in that, then goddamn Mo, I'm fucking happy as hell because I'm bringing a massive talent back to the table that people fucking love. I'm bringing a massive talent back to the fucking table. To me, that's victory. Ain't got shit to do with me. It's got to do with what you love. And if I'm true to the craft, if I'm true to the craft, I'll take the opportunity of realizing where I sit and where I am to truly try to help out my fucking mom, my sister, my auntie that now could be, this could be the time for it, right? All this time that went by and all this shit that went by, there wasn't the fucking guy in place that is actually the fucking good guy that people knows a good guy. They all know I'm a good guy. They know my fucking heart. Oprah, Tyler, fucking Lee, they know my heart. 
I talked to Lee 30 times when I went through the shit that I went through. He know my fucking heart. You know my heart. So people know if, if I'm asking, if I'm asking, come on guys, I don't ask. I'm asking for an attempt. And Mo, I promise you, I will bring an attempt to the table. Now, what you guys do with that attempt, I can't, I, I mean, I, I, don't, I don't know. I got, I got to, my job is to get it there. It's up to you guys at that point to go, all right, man, 11 years, fuck. We're here to walk away and hopefully hug and hopefully fucking go, all right. All right, misunderstandings, whatever we may be, we're not even gonna discuss them because we can't change it. We're here to walk out with a solution. That's what I'm going to try my best to do. And I mean that shit. I'm fucking put myself, this is a verbal, I can't go backwards. I can't go backwards, right? When I talk to you, I talk to you. I don't talk at you. Talk to you. Same way you talk to me. And this is the first time that we have had a conversation, a in-depth conversation, in-depth. I don't know why I can't say that word. Is it depth or depth? It's one of the Nigga. Okay, but you get what I'm saying. It's deep. Okay. A deep conversation. And I'm glad that it happened. It ain't about the time that it happened. It's about it happening. And it's the same thing with you and what you've gone through, what you're still in. It's not about the reason and all of the shit. It's about the solution that we are going to try our best to get to. And I promise you, Mo, I promise you on that woman, Nancy Hart's grave, I'm going to do my part. I'm going to pick up the fucking phone and I'm going to make the calls. But, but once y'all get on that goddamn phone, it, it can't be about what once was and what you said and what you didn't. It has to be about the resolve. Well, here's the thing. We've said, let's come to the table. But I would love for you to be there. Because sometimes you need somebody who don't have a dog in the fight to hear it. I don't want you to just take my side. No, as you see, this isn't about me taking your side. This is Yeah, but I, I don't just want you to hear my side. Yes. I want you to hear it, all of it. Because when you say to me, Monique, listen, I'm giving you my word. That means a whole lot to me, baby. And I know you ain't going to bullshit your word. But I would like for you to be there. Mm -hmm. because I want you to hear it and I want you to understand it because you're the first person in 11 years. You are the first person that said, wait a minute, you've been sitting in this shit for 11 years. Let me do what I'm supposed to do. You're the first person that's took that position. I've talked to political leaders. I've talked to reverends. Because I'm fighting. I'm fighting for my family. And I was talking to anybody who would listen. You're the first person that heard me. And I just want to tell you thank you. Well, I want to say I love you. I want to say that I'm never going to say things to you because it's what you want to hear. I'm never just going to jump out and take your side just because I'm going to say that you stand on some valid points. I'm going to also say that in being a work for hire in studios, 
I know how studios operate and I know the expectations that come with that. It wasn't until I got to a different place in my career where I was able to manage and move differently because of mm -hmm. things that I've built. Um, mm -hmm. But contracts and stuff are different now because of these things that have happened. Yes. And now, and now you know, be, because of these things that have presented themselves, you know, there's writing in there that says what the talent is is expected to do when said movie comes out and and it's in detail your mm -hmm. social media has to be used and utilized for marketing promotion without and you know it's because of it's because of the ground that was shook up it's because of the 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 people that have thought outside the box i can't discredit you for that i can't sit up here and go yo she's fucking tripping when you know i had a moment where some may have thought i was tripping right what i also can't do and you know before we wrap up i want to make this very clear i also can't speak passionately about the entire thing because unlike the masses i don't know and when people act as if they do know that's where fire grows that's where it spreads so i can't speak on behalf of Oprah, Tyler, or Lee, and say, well, they were wrong. They did. I can't do that because I don't know their side. I'm hearing what you said, and I can say, well, Mo makes some valid points. But it's the first that I've heard anything about it. Because when I say, when this was happening, well, I, I was like, well, there's nothing I can do. And granted, here's the fucked up thing about that. A simple phone call, a simple check-in at that time, at that time, would have went a long fucking way, possibly. It would have went a long fucking way, possibly. But the problem with our business, the problem with our people at times, there's this cool thing of everybody's going to be okay. I mean, you good. Y'all dealing with that. I'm over here. I'm over here and I'm trying to figure out. I got this shit. I got all this stuff. I got to move. I, gotta, I, I ain't got the time. I got to figure out. And that's a problem. And sometimes, sometimes within that, within that problem, and within that fucking mode, you miss. You miss things that you possibly shouldn't. And in this case, I missed the gesture of simply checking on a friend. Now, granted, since then, I haven't missed. I mean, you know, I, I've had friends in the business. I don't need to go down the fucking list. Uh, but there's friends in the business that I've had to, to fucking just simply reach out to and make sure they were okay. Male, female, doesn't matter. But it was as I've grown. I'm 41 now. You know, Mo, we talking about goddamn 30-year-old 30, 30 Kevin. 30-year-old Kevin is moving a mile a fucking minute. He's not the same. This version of me is about solve. This version of me is about solution. This version of me is about having impact in different ways. Different ways. And... It ain't got to do with my fucking life. It ain't got to do with my success. That impact is, in, is within discussion, is within fucking dialogue, is within people having an opportunity to talk differently. And that's what we don't do. Everything's programmed. Everything is, is, is you know, it's, it's manicured. It's fucking, it's cut to feed, right? This is something that's different, and I'm 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 gonna do my fucking part. I can't ask for a better moment between you and I than this one, than this one, because it's it's one of 
yo, man, say what you want about her. She fucking hurting right now. People step in shit. You got the opportunity to clean that shit off your shoe and walk around without the smell. It's fucked up if you telling me that I can't clean this shit off my shoe and I got to keep it on my shoe all this time and everywhere I go, I'm got to stink. You telling me ain't nobody going to give me an opportunity to wash it off? That's tough. And, and there's a lot of people that don't know what that tough feels like. And it's very easy to look at it from the outside and go, man, damn. Ah, shit, I don't know. It's very easy to do it from the outside. But I can only imagine what it feels like on the inside. And for my discussion today, I'm telling you now, I'm going to do my part. You give me a couple of days. I'm jumping on the phone. I'm calling you with fucking honest dialogue. Hey, mama. All right, I got two out of three. Hey, mama. Hey. Hey. I got, all right, so look, here's what I got coming to the table, all right? Yeah, they said they're not going to get on the, they said they ain't going to meet in person. I got two on the phone. I got one on the Zoom. Okay, but you just got to come in hot. Like, whatever it is. I'm, I'm coming. I'm coming back with something. Okay, you give me two days. Give me, give me a couple days. I promise you, I'm coming back with something. Plain and simple. I need to say something to you. I'm proud of you, and it has nothing to do with the action and cut of your movie stardom. I am proud of the king that you're becoming. I'm proud of the man that you are. And when you see your wife, you hug her for me. And you tell her I said thank you. Yes, ma'am. See, me and you didn't have conversations when one nobody watching, when nobody around, when nobody listening. It was just me and you. Yes, ma'am. I, I will definitely do that. And you're gonna you're gonna hear from me. Guys, this is this is comedy goldmine. I can't say it enough. It's not about the jokes. Podcast isn't about the jokes, it's about getting inside the minds, man. And thus far on this show, I mean, goddamn, we found out so much about my fellow comedians and, and my fellow comedic personalities of life struggles, of ups, downs, of happiness, you know, of, of you know, career lows, of, of comedy lows and comedy highs. It's so much. But because we are those that provide the funny, it's assumed that we're always okay. Come on now. It's an assumption that we're always okay. Do you know when I was at my height in my career, I was at my worst personally. When I was, whoo, to come home was like, shit. Wow. Now at this place, my life is whoo. Mm-hmm. And the career said, Okay, we got we got pause right now. Mm-hmm. So I'm grateful mm-hmm. because that pause made me understand my priorities. Mm-hmm. So I see some of our babies now; they're at the height. But I pray that when they go home and they're by themselves, they're not at the lowest. Because mm-hmm. you know it's easy to do. When you have the world saying, yes, but when you go home, the people that you're around, they're not doing the same thing because they may be looking at somebody that the world don't see. So I'm grateful for the journey that I've had to go on, even with, even with the shit that I got to sit in, 
You know what I'm saying? It don't, it doesn't feel good to say, yo, my babies are hurting. My children are hurting. Like, and not that they know that they are, but it's just when you're sitting in this space and you can't, it's hard to make moves because you got this cloud. It's hard to make moves. So you got to go through that. But it still made me say, thank you, because I still got my health. I still got my, my right mind. Because oftentimes in these positions, we lose ourselves. You know those stories mm -hmm. where we, we lose ourselves. Because now what do we do? So we turn to drugs and alcohol. It's like, I'm grateful for my village. I'm grateful for my village. And the conversation that I'm having with you tonight, that is a different Kevin Hart that I met on that set of Soul Plane. That's a different Kevin. The Kevin Hart that I'm talking to tonight is a Kevin Hart that's being loved in a way that's unimaginable. Mm. Because when you're being loved, you want other people to be loved. Mm -hmm. When your shit is good, you want everything to be good. Mm -hmm. I can tell that. Thanks. So that's why I say, hug your wife for me. Yes, ma'am. Okay. I love you. I love you. If you do not hear from me, we know what day of the week it is. If you do not hear from me, give me midweek. I'm full of shit. But I promise you that phone is going to ring. I'm going to, it's going, I'm coming in hot. <laughs> I'm coming in hot. Okay. I'm coming hot. I got the bad phone ready, baby. I'm coming in hot. I promise you. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Comedy Gold Mines. What a brilliant mind we got in today. Monique, thank you again for coming. I love you, sweetness. Just being who you are and our relationship is what it is. We don't miss a beat. We don't fucking miss a beat. It doesn't matter how long the gap, how far the in between. It's, it's, it's fucking forever love and it always will be for me. Can't wait to see you on the big screen together. Okay, I put it out there. Uh-huh. You ain't gonna do that but try to fucking punch me on screen. I already know what's gonna happen. I love you. you already know. I love you, baby. Right. Comedy Goldmines is a serious XM and LOL audio production. Executive produced by Kevin Hart, Ty Randolph, and Eric Weil. With Tastemakers Media, Emil Garner, and Ian McDonald. Hi, it's Stephen Colbert, and I'm here to tell you about The Late Show Pod Show, which is the podcast of The Late Show with me, Stephen Colbert, and I'm here with my uh, producer of the podcast, Becca. Hi, Becca. Hi, Stephen. So what do people get when they listen to The Late Show Pod Show? Let's, let's sell this thing. The extended moments, for sure, because we run out of time for broadcast, but we have plenty of time on the podcast. It's kind of like being a live audience member of the show because you get things that no one else hears. Listen to The Late Show Pod Show with Stephen Colbert wherever you get your podcasts. Want to make mom's day? Get to your Nordstrom Rack now and score amazing deals for Mother's Day, which is Sunday, May 12th. Find tons of gifts from only $30 at Nordstrom Rack. Fragrance, jewelry, luxury bags, activewear, beauty, and more. Save on Kate Spade, New York, Stuart Weitzman, and Ted Baker, London. Great brands, great prices. So shop your Nordstrom Rack store today and treat mom to the good stuff from just $30.